Welcome back to another episode of In Systems We Trust. My name is Marquis and you're listening to Moments with Marquis. And if you just cringed as much as I did hearing that title, I would love your input. Uh, we're trying to figure out what uh, a good name for these shorts could actually be. Um, so I love your input. Thanks for listening along so far. We hope you're enjoying the content that you're receiving. Today, I want to talk about one of my favorite books. I actually just got off a podcast recording where we were chatting about this a little bit with the, with the guest. And I can honestly say that this book changed my life. Like, a, a, I know that's a big you know, grand statement, but it, it really did. And, you know, you're listening to this, you're a business owner, you're an entrepreneur, you're thinking about making the switch to entrepreneurship, leaving a job, you're thinking about, you know, scaling up, maybe you're you're getting to the point in your business where, you know, things are starting to get tough, your time you're realizing is so limited, and you need to hire, whatever it may be, this book is for you. And if you're a longtime listener of the podcast, you probably know what I'm going to say already. But when I say it changed my life, I mean, it, it changed the way that I think about business and it identified a problem um, that a lot of business owners still find themselves in today, right? You're working in a job, you're thinking about leaving, you're thinking, I can do this better than my boss, or why am I spending all of this time and effort doing this for someone else when I can just do you know, this for me and build my own company. And the book I'm talking about, if you haven't guessed it already, is The E-Myth by Michael Gerber. And he's written, you know, there's The E-Myth Revisited, there's E-Myth Mastery. And it seems like he's got an E-Myth, you know, type book for every industry. There's one for plumbers, there's one for, you know, lawyers, whatever it is, there seems to be a book, but the concepts of the book are all the same. And really, the, the premise of the book is that he's talking to this bakery owner. Her name is Sarah. So she used to work for another bakery. At one point, she decided, I'm going to start my own bakery because I can do it better. And I want to do things on my own terms. And the book um, walks you through this dialogue that they share where, you know, Michael Gerber is, you know, challenging Sarah on the decisions she's making, how she's running her business, because at the end of it, she is coming to him for advice. She's saying, I started this thing. It's not as easy as I thought it was going to be. You know, I don't have any time for the things that I want to do. And I'm working in this job that I hate. It has endless hours, you know, the pay sucks, you know, the benefits aren't great. And I don't have any time to do the things that I love anymore. And I'm not enjoying this. And the problem that he, you know, highlights in this is, um, and he talks about this concept of three different people, right? We are each three different people, depending at what, you know, stage we're at in our career, professional life, you know, business journey. And those three people are um, as follows. We have the technician, the person that is hired, the subject matter expert to do the work. Then there's the manager, the person who understands the work that the technician is, you know, tasked in doing, but they're not necessarily doing it themselves. They're overseeing, they're making sure deadlines are being met. And then there's the entrepreneur. 
the the business owner, the person that is taking on the risk, you know, the person that is making the big decisions. And so talks about these these three people and how we are, you know, one of these people, depending at what stage we're at in in our business journey or in, in our goal setting as we're, you know, realizing our potential. And so what happens is the technician is working in their job. You know, Michael is famous for, you know, using this phrase, they're doing it, doing it, doing it. They're they're doing the work, they're doing really well, but you know, something, you know, clicks. They they get inspired, they want to start their own business, they want to go out and do this on their own. And what Michael describes it as in the book is that they have an entrepreneurial entrepreneurial seizure. Right. So they think, oh, it's it's going to be so great. I'm going to put up a sign. I'm going to, you know, get my own clients. I'm going to say, you know, bye to my my old work and to my boss. And I'm going to do this for myself. And they have this entrepreneurial seizure and then they they leave the job. They register the bank account. They incorporate the business. They do all the things that they need to do. And then it's just them. They're sitting in their home office or they've rented space or they've got, you know, some money put away and they, they're investing in their business. And along with doing the work of the technician, they're realizing they're also having to now, you know, take on administrative roles. They have to, you know, balance the books. They're doing their accounting maybe on their own. They have to do the marketing. If they have a brick and mortar location, they're doing the cleaning up. Um, in Sarah's case, in the book, she is, you know, prepping the dough and all the products for the next day. She's cleaning up at the end of the day. She's balancing the till, right? And before long, you know, um, Sarah's, you know, bakery is growing. And, you know, she has to bring on more people. Now she's looking at and uh, dealing with HR and different personalities and what the hiring process looks like and doing scheduling for these other people. And she's wearing all of these hats. And so you're listening to this, right? And maybe this is sounding familiar. You started your business to, you know, live this life of freedom. We hear it so often. You want to live life on your own terms, make your own hours, you know, live remotely, whatever it may be. But in this this moment where you have this entrepreneurial seizure, you're not taking into consideration all of the things that the manager is trained to do that you might not necessarily have um, the experience in or be equipped to handle yourself. And then we also don't consider the entrepreneur, the person that is more business-minded, they have a bit more business acumen, and they have experience in this, right? They're taking on the risk, you know, they don't have a corporation backing them, and there's so much more behind the scenes that you, up until this point, hadn't realized um, was involved, the stress, the pressures, the ever-changing landscape of business, the different team dynamics, and the fact that if you don't set up the proper systems, if you don't bring on the right people at the right time, you're going to end up working just another job, except now you're the boss, right? And again, just like Sarah has found out in the book, terrible hours, you know, no overtime, benefits suck, Right. And you are working yourself into the ground. So if you want to stop this in your business, first off, if you haven't read the book, go and read it. Uh, the E-Myth Revisited, I think, is the latest version, um, but it's been updated and revised over the years. Read the book. Do yourself a favor. Um, listen to it, whatever you want to do. But then think, what does my business look like? Do I have the proper systems in place? Am I set up to scale effectively? And ultimately ask yourself this question. Do I have a business that can grow and scale without me? 
or do I have a job that is dependent on me? Think on it. Send me an email, um, whatever it is, marquee at thinkdiddle.com. I would love to hear where you're at. And if you have questions and want to know more on how to create these systems, how to build predictability in your business so you can scale effectively, I would love to connect with you. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.